Welcome back to the 1497 podcast, baby. You know the vibes. It's your boy, Jonathan Keaton, in the cut. Right beside me is the boy, Parker C.A. or Parker St. Pierre. Oh, I almost messed your name up. You're good. You're good. Arkansas State. Men's basketball. What's good, Parker? What's good? I appreciate you having me on today. Hey, no problem. No problem. I, I really wanted to make like a yo pierre you want to come out here but it just didn't flow off the tongue right (laughs) (laughs) once i once i get comfortable then i got you i got you i got you i gotta gotta hear it in a second (laughs) how you feeling how you feeling i'm feeling good you know i'm just getting ready to kick um, the season off and you know get going i can't wait for you guys to ball out this season because i was watching an interview and it was your uh when you were declaring like arkansas (laughs) state and you're talking about Coach, I might say his name wrong, so correct me if I'm wrong. Coach Balboda, is that his Bilotto. name? Balado, Coach Balado, and you're saying that Coach Balado does a lot of good things with spacing out shooters and creating shots for shooters. So talk to me more about the game plan going into the season as the season's coming up. Well, Coach Bilotto, you know, as I said, is really good about getting the shooters open because, you know, he's known for having really good shooters. And, you know, this year we're the same way. You know, everybody can shoot the ball. So he finds ways to get us open by, like, setting screens, you know, coming us off, you know, different actions, you know. And the way that he runs it and runs it for all of us is he does these same exact things for every shooter on his team because he has faith that we can all shoot it. And if you don't shoot the ball, I'm not saying shoot it like make it. If you don't shoot the ball, you're coming out. So it's like one of those coaches. It's not like, you know, if you shoot and you miss it. It's if you don't shoot the ball, you're coming out of the game. So I really, you know, saw that option, you know, like going in because, you know, most coaches don't offer that. We all know that's true. So the way that he just gives you confidence when you go out there shooting, it's just like it's different than any coach I've ever had. Yeah, being able to adapt towards the game – to what it is now and that's basically just shoot the ball until like you can't shoot anymore it's just a great thing to add towards your team because it just makes you a deadlier team because all you're doing is just doing shooting drills in practice and then doing a couple shooting drills before the game so like adding that aspect I can see I'm not I'm not saying this because you're here Huh? But like I can see Arkansas State making a little March Madness run. Like hey, um, that's the goal. It's um, you know, I don't want to say you know setting high expectations for ourselves because we are like every single practice. We believe we can be the best team in our conference. We believe we can be the best team that we play this whole season. So um, going into the season, we don't you know we're a bunch of dogs. I'm gonna say it again. We're a bunch of dogs, and <gasps> we're we're not we're not gonna back down to anybody. I don't care who we're playing because you know everybody you know like we, what they say is we all like tie our shoes the same way. Like, I'm going to be tying my shoes the same way that another five-star in the other locker room is tying theirs. So we're going to go in every day with that mindset. You know, we played in the Dominican Republic this summer against um, their national team and their pro team and their under-18 national team. So we went over there and made some noise. You know, we we didn't back down from anybody. We played very well. And just the way that we, you know, came together as a team, it shows you, like, we're not going to – like, we have a lot of players that can play – but at the same time, that aren't going to back down to anybody. So that's really big for us this year. I love it. I love it. It's just a bunch of dogs. A bunch of dogs, baby. I'm a loving of, it. A bunch of dogs on this team. You don't want to but, mess with this team. But sometimes you're going to have to get comfortable. And I know you got a little NIL deal with the Crocs, you know. I yeah. wish I was rocking my Crocs right now. So, Oh, all right. I see. NIL has been a huge game changer. So how has the NIL deals changed your life so far? Well, I didn't go into college thinking about NIL, totally to be honest with you. I came into college with a little bit of TikTok um, cloud at the time. So I came in with that, and then my, I made a video of my dad doing the gritty, and it got on ESPN last week, which really, really helps with, you know, NIL and, you know, itself right there because, you know, people want to be on my platform. And, you know, it's really good time to be on it. Um, so just me using it in the right, you know, ways and – um, figuring out like when to post, what to post. Um, I'm actually working out with an NIL deal right now. Like, like literally, that's why my phone's sitting here buzzing. Um, so just NIL in itself is um, different because, you know, most college athletes didn't have this luxury. But I found a way um, while that, you know, my like, um, how do I say it? Like my social media is booming kind of right now. 
um, I found a way to make money off of it while I can. And social media is important in the day and age that we're in because everyone's on social media and TikTok is leading the race by a mile. So if you have any younger people on here, social media plays a big role because uh, just like any job, anything, the first thing they're going to look at is your social media. So every time I go and I talk to the younger generation, I'm like, don't put anything on social media. You wouldn't want to see a college coach seeing because I guarantee you they're going to do their research. They're going to know who you are before you get there. Um, so that's why social media is good for NIL, but it's also good for recruiting if you use it in the right way. I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. And the reason I agree is because you're using that platform to just expand yourself at a bigger rate with companies that you might not even able to see those companies contacting you before, but now it's just a whole different ballgame because they see the viewers that you're bringing in, they see all the comments that you're bringing in and they see all the money signs that are going your way. And then you're talking about a new NIL deal that's coming up. We gotta, we gotta get a little taste of that. We can't just leave that on the table. Well, I I can't do any details yet, but the video is already made um, and it should be posted within the next three days, but it is another shoe company. Ooh. Ooh. Are, Are we talking, are we talking big shoe company or like, like it's, it's a pretty decent sized deal. So, um, okay. Okay. It's, it's a different style of shoe. I could say Ooh. that it's, it's not, you know, the typical, um, but it's very well known and they are a great company, easy to work with. And, um, they've done really, really good at, you know, working like negotiations with me. And, um, like I said, pictures already taken, videos already taken. So check my Instagram about three days. Hit the follow button, you know, notification mm. right on so you can see it. But there's another one in the making for sure. Okay, I can't wait. I'm gonna be hounding your account and looking for this NIL deal partner. Oh, it's, it's, it's a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> so I also saw that you got on GMA, and I was trying mm-hmm. to find the video of like you getting on GMA, but I couldn't find it. How cool was it to be on Good Morning America? So I was like. I didn't really expect it. Let's be honest here. So a tornado went through one of our neighboring um, towns and my dad has an office there. So I've known the people and, you know, we, their school plays against us um, in basketball. And like, just basically I know a bunch of kids there and it's just like, I saw it happen. So I called a few people that I know and I was like, okay, I'm going to donate some of my money and some of my time. And I want to do this food drive. I want to give food to these people. Cause a lot of people lost everything. Everything It's called Truman, Arkansas tornado. You can look it up. Um, I went right through the middle of the town. So I called a few different businesses in town and everyone said they wanted to help. I ended up raising enough money to go buy out a subway, bought out the entire subway in Truman. I wanted to give the money back into their local, you know, economy just because I know, it, you know, they just, you know, nobody's thinking about going to buy a subway sandwich right after a tornado. So I went in there, I bought out everything they had in the entire store. We went and handed it out to um, all the people that, you know, got hit by the tornado and good morning, America just calls me the next day. We're sitting for a second day of it because I had enough um, funds from enough people that I started, you know, I did a second day with sandwiches from Nukes, which is a local restaurant here. They donated and um, some pizzas with the other money. And Good Morning America calls me out of nowhere. I didn't answer the phone call. It's a New York number. I was like, who's this? It's a spam call. They DM me on every social media and they were like, we just want to put you on Good Morning America. Or I was like, I don't, you know, like I don't, I don't, want my reward on earth you know because like in the bible you know it says you want your reward in heaven so i really wasn't super excited for it but i thought it could spread awareness you know to what happened and you know hopefully get them some more funds so then they just you know reached back to me saying we just want you know some pictures and um, different stuff to be on good morning america and uh we had a little watch party and we watched it on tv and that was a good day so uh, but no, I was not looking for that at all. I, I went in there just trying to help, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, I guess they saw what we were doing and you know, wanted to put some light on it. It's, it was called, um, what was it called? Something America Strong. They wanted to put it together and, you know, bring people back together after COVID hit. And they're just like, basically, we want to make, you know, something positive to give to the people. Like, and I was like, all right, you know, you know, give it to your audience. But I don't want it to just be about me. I want it to be about the tornado that affected so many lives, you know, killed some people. And, you know, it went through Kentucky. And uh, one lady at the end got donated, like, a lot of money. I thought it was, like, 25000 to 
I don't even know. It was crazy money. Like they donated to her and she built, I think she got a new house or something she used that money for, but I don't remember the exact details, but yeah, it was, it was crazy for sure. Wow. That is just like, that's just mind blowing. Cause like you, that's, it's like one of those crazy stories where you're not thinking anything of it. Cause like all you're thinking about is, all right, I'm going to just advocate for the town that's next to me and we're going to get everything together. And then you get like a random phone, a phone it, call it from like wild. New York. It was too. And then you're I like, in class. You're so, exactly. Cause like, so like you would be even more confused that you probably just, you probably just did one of these. Oh, New York. Yeah. I'm, no, that's what I did. I thought it was a spam call. And then they called <laughs> again after DMing me. And I was like, all right, I'm going to answer this. And I walked out, like, we're walking out of class, and I'm answering on the phone, you know, people walking by, what's up? I'm just like, I'll talk to you later. Like, I'll text you. I'll say, you know, I'm not being rude, but I got to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, Jim, I'll, we, we'll practice after this. I got to go more in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was my senior year of high school. Craziest year. Man, so, like, you can't we we can't just talk about how crazy senior year was mm-hmm. and not go into detail. So we got to go into detail about Parker's senior year at Valley West. My senior year. So my senior year altogether was just you know everything senior year flies by. I don't you know it doesn't matter what it is it's gonna fly by. So you know just getting ready for season you know training going into season. Um, ended up you know I'm. Like, this is kind of weird, like, just to say this, but, you know, I played tennis growing up. So I played tennis all the way through high school. I ended up, you know, getting state runner-up in tennis my senior year. I got, like, three-time all-state, four-time all-conference. So it was just, like, like those are my accolades in tennis. So that started out the year being crazy. I wasn't expecting that. I just went out there and played. Um, but the really thing that, you know, just was the crazy part was my signing day. Um, it was completely packed. Completely. Um, we the entire cafeteria was packed out and, you know, it's ne- never been like that. Multiple teachers walked up, said this is the biggest signing like we've ever had. And, um, you know, the history of our school and we've had, you know, really good athletes come through and like my AAU coach, he coached James Wiseman. Um, he's, um, Mike Miller's also, so he owns the AAU team I played for. So, um, coach Ernie came down and he gave a speech. And the first thing he said was, this is the biggest signing I've ever seen. And he's had, you know, James Wiseman commit to Memphis, a five-star. So just the way that the town came together, you know, just to show up and show me support, it meant a ton to me. And then my uh, really, you know, threw it all together, all together. And I'm kind of emotional still. My grandmother passed two weeks ago. So she got to make it to my signing day and she sat right next to me, which means the world to me. I, You know, if I go back to that day, I would. But it was just the, all the hard work played into it and just seeing, you know, my family's faces, you know, hugging my mom and dad right after I signed, hugging my grandma, hugging my brothers. It was just like all the sacrifices paid off to get to where I'm at. Um, even though I knew where I was going, the entire recruiting process, I could have told you in ninth grade where I was going to go, but, um, just the way it, you know, just, it's just something about seeing it in writing that made it just so surreal and just the family being there. And just, you know, I had people coming in from all over my best friend, um, CJ Delancey is playing at LIU Brooklyn right now. He flew down, just to come to my signing, which meant the world to me. Like he, he paid for a flight, you know, flights aren't cheap. He flew down, surprised me at the signing. Um, and then I had, you know, lots of fans from all over the state of Arkansas. I had a family come from Moralton, Arkansas, which is about three hours away. They came down just cause you know, I talked to their son and he's a really good Hooper. Like I'm telling you that kid's, he's going to be really good. So whenever you post it, I'm going to, I'm going to tag him in it cause he's a really good ball player. So just him coming down, seeing their family, you know, just the support I got, not just in my community, but like outside in the entire state, you know, my coach came from Memphis, um, just the way everybody came together and showed me support and just made it feel, you know, probably the best day I've ever had. So. Yeah. Cause like Johnson that was like a small town in Arkansas, correct? So it's like roughly 80,000. So it's just, um, it's like, I feel like I've known everybody here, even though I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, probably could tell you I know something about them. I know their family member, but um, just my whole family's from here. So it's just like, they all just showed up and, you know, it was awesome. You know, before I was in class and somebody walked up and said, Hey, do you want to move it to the arena? I was like, 
not signing to the arena. What do you mean? Like we have a really like nice gym, you know, in high school, like, you know, it's, I've never seen that place back out. And I was like, no, no, no. You know, my mom's already has everything set up. You know, she went above and beyond on the decorations. She had every cookie I've ever seen. I was like, all right, mom, it's cool. <laughs> but um, she had it set up and everything. And I was like, no, let's just do it in the cafeteria. It's not going to be that big. People were lined up like on the stairs, going upstairs, like standing on the balcony, looking down. I was like, <laughs> it blew my mind. I didn't even like my when I was signing it, I wasn't nervous, you know. But as soon as I started signing that paper, my hand was shaking. I, I don't even know if I spelled my name right. Oh man, well, I mean, I we could both assume you signed it right because you're practicing with the team, and oh, I, yeah. Saying. Hey, I'm on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just a so like a so real moment where it really hasn't hit you until they give you the pen and you just start writing down your name. You put down the pen and then you just lay back. And you're like, Damn. so I went straight into hugging my parents. Cause like I was emotional. Like mm-hmm. as soon as I signed it, my hand was shaking off, but I was just thinking about, we just did this. You know what I mean? Like I knew the entire time where I was going, you know, like the recruiting process, I knew coach Bellotto and his staff would do me, you know, they don't do anybody dirty. They are like the best, like, staff I've ever like been around you know and I went through the entire recruiting process but just the way it just and I'm playing in my hometown let's talk about that you know that doesn't happen very often you know most people have to go off to college my house is 10 minutes from the university maybe 15 like and I get you know my whole family come to games you know it's just it worked out perfect like God set me up for that and you know I was talking about this you know my grandmother recently just passed and being this close to Arkansas State, I got to go to the funeral. I got to go to the visitation right before basketball season. I got to go and see my family when they needed it the most or when I needed it the most. Let's be honest here. So it's just God worked it out perfectly for me. He aligned it all, you know, all the steps, all the craziness I went through. It all, you know, ended up paying off. And um, I believe, I'm 100 percent believe I'm in the right position where I need to be. Yeah, and they've been, because like you said, you've known where you wanted to go since eighth grade, probably even longer than that, because your uh, whole family went uh, there. I grew up a Red Wolf fan, and, you know, most people, like, that are friends with go off to Arkansas Razorbacks. You know, that's like another school, like, you know, like half those, you know, go to Arkansas State and half go to Arkansas Razorbacks. And, you know, I never, like, really, how do I explain it? Like, I always was a Red Wolf fan. Like, not, you know, I didn't hate them or anything, but it's just like my family went to Arkansas State. My brother went to Arkansas State. So that's all I knew. And then when recruiting process came down to it, you know, I just um, I just thought it was perfect. You know, just like the other schools recruiting me, you know, they were awesome as well. It's just going somewhere where it feels like family. You know, I know like people there like, you know, it's just the family aspect of Arkansas State. Like even the professors, they're awesome. You know, most people complain about the professors. I can't complain about any professor I have. And I'm halfway through the semester. So I'm just saying, like, I, they need to put this on a commercial for Arkansas State because I'm the <laughs> – I could leave Arkansas State today. I could drop out of college, and I promise you I'll be the first person to say go to Arkansas State. First person. Man, the love for Arkansas State – that you have is making me just want to pack my bags and go to Arkansas State. <laughs> Come on, we'll take it. <laughs> hey, I'm just telling you, it's something totally different. I don't know what it is. It's just like the family side of it. I'm a family guy. Fam- like I'm telling you, like I'm the biggest family guy you'll ever meet. So it's like just going into college and feeling that type of love is not normal. You know, hearing from my other friends, you know, that are at other colleges, wherever it's just, it's just not normal. So that's why I highly recommend all of y'all go to Arkansas State. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Parker doesn't just play basketball. He is an Arkansas State ambassador. I'm telling you, they should send me some money for that. <laughs> <laughs> Watch. After this, Arkansas State's probably going to be calling you about an NIL deal, deal being an ambassador. Yeah, I'll take it if they want to. I'll be on any commercial. <laughs> so as we branch towards back to the nil deals and not only you have an nil deal you have one with crocs like 
I just can't unravel that in my head because that's just that's just awesome. So how did your like dad like help you out and like how did your major being like business pre-law help you out in like signing the Crocs deal? And then on top of that, what are you getting from like the Crocs deal and what is Crocs giving to you in part of all this NIL madness? Uh, so the Crocs deal is my first NIL deal. Wait, mm-hmm. yeah, my first NIL deal, which is crazy. Started out with Crocs. So I was a part of this um, app called Post Game. Highly recommended to all of y'all. Um, and you just put in your socials, your, your numbers, you know, what, what you've been doing recently. And then I got a DM from Post Game saying, hey, we got a big deal for you. We want you to reach out to us. So I was like, all right. You know, and I had like a um, different people that, you know, look at NIL deals for me now. And they were looking at it then. But we were just looking at small deals before that. Super small. And just the way I got it approached through that, you know, app, um, I went through the details. We negotiated a little bit. Um, I mean, all I got to say, I can't like go into details about like what they gave me exactly. Mm-hmm. But all I got to say is I wear Crocs a lot. Mm. I wear Crocs a, a lot. So <laughs> take that way if you want it. You know, <laughs> they took care of me for sure. Hey. While we're at it, hit my link in my Instagram. Buy all the Crocs you want. Mm, mm, I, because I'm becoming a big Crocs guy too. So hey, I love me some Crocs. <laughs> don't don't tap me, Parker, because I might have to buy out the whole store. You should do it. <laughs> I, I became a huge hot, uh, Crocs fan after that day. I was hooping yeah, in Crocs the other day. Which is, oh, whoa. I, mean, I, whoa I, don't that that, I don't know, but I put them into sport mode and I started playing my Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> I put those things into sport and I just started hooping. So I'm not, I'm not recommending that because I don't know how healthy that is. You know, I'm, I'm not in the medical field, but, you know, I, I did it. So <laughs> That is bold, Parker. Yeah. I think you're th- probably the fifth person that I've heard or seen actually play basketball and Crocs. That is bold. I'm telling you, I'll play in whatever. I love Ooh. the game, so it's just – if I say basketball, I guarantee you I'm going to shoot it somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to find the basket and I'm going to shoot it. So. As long as the Crocs are in sports mode, you're cooling. You're cooling. Right? right? <laughs> so – with Crocs and with because like you can't go into like the business side mm-hmm. of things because like you don't want to like exploit anything yeah. that is confidential. So with that being said, I mean they're giving like they're giving you that. So how has Crocs been able to help you and your family? with like financially and all that without going into like that big of details. I mean, it was a good deal. It's nothing super, super crazy, but um, it really helped me get other deals too and showed the other brands that, you know, I'm, I'm here and I'm, I mean, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> we'll say that now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just like getting started in the game of basketball, like, and you know, the college level. So I'm, I'm not going anywhere. And, um, I think it really just shows through other businesses, you know, I'm like uh, credible, I guess you could say. Like, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people, they, you know, they go through an NIL deal and, you know, their posts aren't very good or they post stuff and, you know, it's like a blurry picture. I mean, just little stuff like that. Um, they know what to expect of me, you know, and it just it also helped me around town. Just like uh, really just the way people look at me now, you know what I mean? It's just a little different. It's just like oh, like, he's not just, you know, local, you know, he's, you know, being seen all over the country. Um, but it also helped with a lot of, like, different, um, like, social media people reaching out to me about, like, oh, can we do this with you? Like, can we, you know, like, being on your podcast for one, you know, like, different podcasts I've been on, you know, getting interviews and um, really helped that side of it, you know, just as much as it helped, you know, financially. Yeah, because, like, a lot of things are just going to start coming your way, and then you're it's just going to get bigger and bigger. <laughs> very overwhelming at times, but I, I have a really good team around me that, you know, um, my family circle and then, you know, people that, you know, help me in the NIL world. Uh, they've been really good, you know, taking the stress off of me and just getting it all figured out and coming to me and saying, what do you think about this? And, like, you know, my dad, you know, he's a businessman, so he looks at everything. He looks at everything. I mean, they're, they're not going to get past, you know, on my dad very easy you know he's 
he's going to read it. And then, you know, me being a pre-law major, I'm going to read it too. So it's, and my mom I promise you, she, she's going to read every, like every line. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to, she's going to definitely play her part and read every single word. But that's a, that's a big wall to go through the I'm mom, you, no, dad, they're, they're and you. Yeah. They're, they're sweethearts, but they don't, Nobody plays with their family. So the, the, it's going to be very, you know, where both sides knows what's going to go down, like what posts are going to be made and all that. Just it's I'm really blessed to have both, you know, my parents, you know, helping me with it because um, me doing it by myself would be very hard, you know, playing you know, college basketball and being a student athlete. Um, you know, just keeping your grades up in college with all of it. You know, there's studying all the time. It's just there's a lot. So if I didn't have, you know, my team I have around me, it would be very hard. Yeah, because you got you got a team on the court and then you got a team off the court, and it sounds like we should talk about like, the team on the court too. <laughs> I'm not gonna let them go, but no, those those dudes too. They're they're behind me every step of the way. Like we're all like a family. Like I'm I've put that on my Twitter multiple times. You know, talking about the staff and the players. Like I'm telling you, we are a family. Um, you know, no one's gonna come in and you know do anything to any single one of us without having somebody next to me. Like, um. I mean, I'm going to go back to losing my grandma. I've never had so much support in my life. They called me every single, I felt like an hour, every hour for like four days. Like, hey, man, you good? Hey, man, you good? Like, I showed up to practice um, one day, like during that week, and they were just like, they were all hugging me, you know, like, you know, you'll be good, Peach Shiesty. That's my nickname they call me, you know, like um, the rapper. So it's just like, you know, they were just walking up, you know, and just making me laugh when, when I needed it. So it's just, you know, my my teammates are amazing. Every single one of them, um, they they make sure that you know, like, they're with you. Like basically, like something happens to you, they got your back no matter what. They're not gonna ask any questions. They're they're gonna have your back, and they'll ask questions later. But that's what I'm blessed with. And that's good. I, I'm a, I'm a, I might have to call you P. Shiesty for the rest of us. This you can this do it. I mean, everybody else does. My teacher started doing it. <laughs> I like I don't know how you heard about it. Someone was talking about me. <laughs> like, whoa, professor, how do you know about P. Shiesty? I was like, I, I didn't expect that to happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> they call roll <laughs> here. <laughs> Is P. Shiesty here? I'm right here, professor. <laughs> yeah. So. We talked about the NIL deals a little bit. We talked about basketball, big family man, and a big church boy. Combined into what? I mean, man, you got to – man, man, man. So let's let's start off with church. Like, obviously, a lot of athletes and religion, that really doesn't combine with each other with a lot of athletes, but with you, you're passionate about it and you could tell that you're passionate about it. So how big has God been to you and talk to me about like the religion and how that ties into you and basketball? Well, my relationship with God's, you know, very, very good. You know, like I don't go a day without, you know, praying. I mean, I pray nonstop. I'll be driving in the car and I'll say, you know, like, you know, God, you know, get me through this day, you know, God, you know, you know, protect me this day, you know, or thank him. I mean, I thank him all the time. Like, you know, thank you God for letting me like, you know, do my dream every single day. I mean, I'm playing college basketball, you know, and just, um, really my relationship with God has always been pretty good. I mean, I'm blessed with that because, you know, my family all went to church. My grandma went to church, you know, my, I went to church with her all the time. My grandpa, um, just having, you know, that relationship really has gotten me through the hardest times of my life and the best times of my life. You know, you know, sometimes you're up all the way up here and sometimes you're all the way at the bottom. That's that's how life is. And um, if I didn't have God in my life, I don't know where I'd be today. Um, but it also plays into basketball, too, because, you know, like I go into every game with the best confidence because I know that my, you know, my story is already, you know, set. You know, like God already has my life planned out. So I just go in, you know, just that confidence really helps, you know, in basketball, too. It helps in everything in my life. You know, it calms you down when you need it. Um, but just, you know, you know, all like everybody's a center. So it's just also knowing, you know, like at the end of the day, like I'm gonna go to heaven, you know, because I believe in God, you know, um, and it just really just plays into my life just because of that. Like, you know, just what he's done for us and, you know, just reading the Bible and, 
you know, hearing different, you know, stories and like, let's go talk about, you know, church and how it plays in the basketball. Um, our FCA guy, um, Darius Dunaway, very good dude. Um, he comes around the basketball team. I mean, he doesn't force anybody to go, but if, you know, you want to go and you want to listen, you know, about the word, you know, he's first one to say, come, you know, sit down. We're going to talk about it. You know, I mean, he plays it in, you know, he's like, what do you think about this? How does this relate to your life? Um, which has gotten me closer to God here recently. I mean, um, just learning, you know, different stuff. I've never, you know, really heard. I mean, I heard of it, but not really going into details, you know, like we do like team Bible studies, like, um, the guys on my team, like I'm once again, they don't force it on anybody, but they throw it out there. And they're like, Hey, if you want to go, you know, go, if you don't want to go, don't go. But we have team Bible studies in our locker room. Just, he, you know, he travels with our team, you know, he's, um, he calls himself a life coach. But um, I consider him family for sure. So, but he was—he was the first person I called when I found out my grandma was sick. First person, I was like, "Hey, I, I'm struggling right now. I need you to say a few prayers. You know, um, I need you to say a prayer for my family, say a prayer for my grandma. I just need you to like keep, you know, like I need something right now. Like this has been a rough, rough day. But he was the first person I called. Man, that's who. Who, who, who? I mean, that's that's pretty good because, like, like I said before, not a lot of people are connected with the religion the way that you're connected to it, and it's really inspiring to see like how like you're so connected with like God and like outside of that, how you're so connected with your family and how that plays a part to your life every single day. And then also, I wanted to wanted to say this real quick: if you ever need anything like need some advice or anything because like getting over like someone who passed away is rough but like mm-hmm. family on top of that if you ever need anything just don't don't be afraid to shoot out oh 100 percent um you know I'm, my mom's a mental health therapist too so i'll be the first one to say don't keep emotions to yourself you know talk to somebody i mean anybody listening to this because you know we all go through stuff life throws crazy things at every one of us but um i do recommend that if you know anybody has you know any type of feelings don't keep them to yourself make a phone call you know call your best friend because i guarantee your best friend's going to answer i mean call call whoever you think of just call and talk to somebody hey go to therapy there's nothing um, bad from you know people you know like to say like oh i'm not going to go you know i'm strong i mean you are strong but people don't have to keep their feelings to yourself this is a rough world we live in so just that's my that's my advice the mountain the mountain, the mountain, the mountain. I heard you say that about family, and I heard you say that about basketball. So how hard has this mountain been for you climbing basketball-wise? Oh, very hard. I mean, I, I wasn't blessed with being, you know, super tall. Let's be honest here. I'm, I'm, I'm a six-foot-one. I'm six-foot-one. And in basketball, you know, that's, that's short, you know, the, I don't think I'm short, you know, like around, you know, every, you know, like in public or anything, but like in basketball, you know, six one's not the biggest dude. Um, so just going over the obstacles, I mean, I, I was chunky too. I'm gonna tell you that too. I was <laughs> like seventh grade, I was big old boy. But no, it's just I I always believed that I was gonna play college ball. You could have asked me when I was in second grade, I just dropped my keys, but um, <laughs> but when I was in second grade, I could have told you I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna play college ball easy. I mean, it's just a mindset I had and just um, just different things like that. You know what I mean? I don't even remember your question now. The keys threw me off. <laughs> I dropped the keys and I forgot what your question was. <laughs> keys kind of threw me off, too. I'm not going to no, lie. I was like, I didn't even know I had my keys on me. And I just casually fall out of my pocket. And I looked down. And like, oh, said. Uh, I was talking about how uh, – how hard it was to climb the mountain. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, there's just different challenges that I could have given up on a long time ago, you know, and the mental side of it, you know, just having people say different things, you know, that adds up on a kid. You know, I, I had hate pages when I was in fourth grade. I had a hate page in fourth grade. You know, that's not normal. Um, but just like um, pushing through and having family, you know, beside me, you know, telling me, you know, just, keep working, you know, it's going to play itself out. And just the way I had different, you know, AAU coaches step into my life at different times, you know, that really, really helped me get to the next level. You know, I started out with coach Greg Wilson. That's when I was a big boy. He helped me lose all kinds of weight. 
all kinds of weight. Like I was, I was a big boy, but um, he got me to be the shooter I am today. Every single drill we shot, we just shot. He, he was a new coach at the time. Um, he knew what he was doing, but he was a new coach and he's like, all right, we're gonna get some shots up. Next thing I know, I was ranked as one of the best shooters in the state of Arkansas. I got, I got like some, or I won the Arkansas three point contest. And I was just working with him. I mean, I was always like a good shooter, but he made it to the next level. And just, just the reps you put in, you know, it gives you confidence when you're shooting a three-pointer. I mean, that's you need confidence when you play basketball, but, you know, putting in the work gives you confidence. So just stepping over that boundary and then going into like AAU, you know, it's hard to, you know, get into AAU, not just like, like I'm talking about like the EYBL, Adidas circuit, Under Armour circuit. I mean, you, you know, everybody plays AAU. I mean, AAU is really good to get better. But the exposure side of it, you have to play basically on a circuit um, league. You can play on another and get seen. But, like, if you're on those circuit teams, you're going to have 50 coaches sitting sideline. So, I mean, playing every day in front of all these coaches. Um, but those were the challenges. It was – I don't even know how to, like, sum it up. Like, there's so many stories I could tell you about. Like, I'm literally – like, I'm not going to call out anybody, like any of the people that have been on the road, but, like, People have done everything to try to get me to quit. Everything. But I'm I'm not gonna back down to anybody that's, you know, trying to get in the way of what, you know, I had planned for me. Um and that's the reason I'm here today is because, you know, my family all made sure that I knew that. Okay. Okay. Now I gotta ask. I gotta mm-hmm. ask. What was like the worst thing that someone like ever did to get you off of that track, off of the basketball track? Hmm. You don't have to name drop or anything. Um, how do I explain this one? I mean, the hate page really, you know, got to me. Fourth grade. There's an X on my face on Instagram. <laughs> they made a whole I hate Parker St. Pierre. And I mean, looking back, I mean, it doesn't bother me now. It really doesn't. I kind of find it comical. But that was, you know, just that definitely was the the one that kind of hurt the most. And then finding out who, like, you know, was behind it and all that, which is crazy in itself. But looking like, I'm glad I had that experience. It set me up for where I'm at now because, you know, you're at a college level. You know, everything's a business. So I don't have any, like, emotions when it comes to people talking bad about me. I mean, I'll just sit back and be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think that? Hmm. You might be the only one that thinks that today, but, man. I hear you. (laughs) It built up like me to like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like it really just set me up to be like, well, all right. All right. So, I mean, you need that in basketball, especially being a shooter because you go from hitting 10 threes in a row in a game to making zero and missing 10. So it's just like, you know, if you don't have that in your head where you're like super pressured, like, you know, worried about it, no biggie. So that's what I recommend. I mean, I don't. I hope nobody goes through what I went through in fourth grade dealing with that because that's shouldn't do on any kid. It's a kid, like I'm like a child. <laughs> you know, I don't even know how, how old fourth grade is. Like, that'd be twelve. I, uh, I think so. I, think like, I mean, like, maybe, maybe. I mean, really, and these are like grown people doing. That. Like, I mean, these aren't even just kids. But that's a story for a different day. Next podcast. Next po- I'm going to have to have you on for like three other episodes and talk hey, about can, these stories. I, I feel like I do these all the time, but like I, I enjoy yours. You're getting with me and I'm, I'm giving you information. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing yin and yang right now. Yin and yang. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now. Okay. 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 So. We got the fourth grade. That's just crazy, though. Like, I never heard something like that. So, like, was there something in, like, AAU where people are like, okay, like, we got Parker in the fourth grade shenanigans. We're going to try to get him again during AAU. Nothing happened in AAU, and I, I enjoyed AAU. I'll say that. Like, if it wasn't for AAU, I wouldn't be playing college basketball. I mean, that's that's where you get, like, all the exposure. I mean – College coaches are in the middle of their, you know, season during high school. So, I mean, AAU was perfect, you know, just um, – I mean, there were some bad teams out there, but I really was 
blessed with really good coaches. And, you know, I knew what to expect going in there because I made sure, you know, they always told me, they're like, you know, we see you being this, um, you know, like you're going to be our shooter, you know, just different stuff like that. And I, you know, I got, I got lucky by having, you know, really good coaches and I didn't, I didn't deal with much on the AAU circuit like that. And AAU is like such a rare experience because like mm-hmm. you're not only traveling, you're traveling and paying like the five, like the five star, top oh, five star in like you're, the country. You're, you're a chicken nugget from McDonald's at noon and you'll be playing three five stars at one. And you're like, whoa. And then I'll give you another example. You'll get up on a Sunday morning at 730. You'll play at eight o'clock in the morning and you're getting full court pressed by a whole bunch of five star McDonald's All-Americans. Like that's the level of AAU. And you're playing five games that weekend. So I mean, AAU is a different experience, but it was so much fun. So much fun. What was the best team that you went up against in AAU? Probably um we all can go out of Tennessee. Um, that's the team that had Chris Livingston that committed to Kentucky. Um, they had Mikey Williams, but he didn't play against us. Um, they had like four or five stars. They had one kid commit to um, – he committed to Louisville. Um, can't think of his name now. Um, I think there's another one that committed to – was it UCLA? Last name Bona, B-O-N-A, I think. That- oh, Sal. Parker, are you still there? You're buffering a little bit. You still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you disconnected. But no, they had a whole bunch of, like, everybody was on that team was like a five-star or four-star. Like, that team was good. Um, yeah, we played them twice in one weekend. Jeez. And our, and our owner of our team's Mike Miller. You know, played with LeBron for the Miami Ooh. Heat. So I had a really experience, um, you know, just being around, you know, NBA legend. And, you know, he played the position, you know, I – I wouldn't say I'm playing. I guess you could say that. But he was a three-point shooter, and that's what I do. So he taught me a lot about, like, just the mental side of it and different shooting, like, different, like, ways. And you're like, I didn't know you could do that, you know, just a different placement of your hand and stuff that, you know, really helps. But it's a lot of mental with him. That's what he kept talking about. And, and I did a relationship with him, so that, that's perfect. <laughs> and then did, like, a lot of other – because I know a lot of NBA legends, like, pop in mm-hmm. and, like – look at these games or even look at the practices with like Mike Miller being the owner. Did you get the experience of like seeing other NBA legends pop into your practices or games? Yeah. Well, yes, but different. So I show up to the practice and I leave at the very end, you know, I have to drive back to Arkansas. I'm practicing in Memphis. So I, you know, get my stuff and I'm like, I got to get back because I got school in the morning. You know, I got to get my homework done. Um, well, after I leave like 20 minutes later, I get a text on the group chat. And they're like, look who was in here working out. It was John Morant. He was doing a workout in the same gym. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You got to be. The first time I leave, like, I'll work out right after. Like, you know, I had to get back to study. You know, usually I stay around, get some shots up. John Morant in there just dunking it. I was like, you got to be kidding me. But then, like, I also went to Peach Jam um, my eighth grade year. I didn't play in it, but I went down there just to see what it was like. Kevin Durant sitting courtside. Um, I met Scottie Pippen in an AAU bathroom one time. I'm walking out of the bathroom. He's walking in. You know, Scotty Pippen. I was like, um, <laughs> crazy. That like Brevin Knight. You know who that is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a commentator now for the Grizzlies. He played in the NBA forever. Uh, his kid was on our younger team, so I always talked to Brevin Knight. Like, you know, like like I see Mike Miller now, and Brevin Knight is like not even like a. Cele- I mean, they're celebrities, but I don't see them as that. You know, because I mean, I walk up to him right now. They're like, "What's up, Parker? How's the family?" I talked to Mike Miller last week at a Grizzly game, courtside. He's like, hey, how's the family doing? How's your dad? How's your mom? I was like, I knew, like I've known him, you know, but it's still that one kind of sunk in different. But AAU's different for sure. I mean, who else did I see? I mean, there's, I can name people. Like Bo Bowl. Like he was playing in a tournament I was. We were playing up. We were supposed to play them. He shatters a backboard in Memphis at an AAU tournament. But then they kept saying it wasn't him that shattered it, but then it came out that it was. Ripped the rim off the backboard. And I'm telling you, I was probably fifth grade, so he would be like eighth, ninth. He was breaking back, like, he was breaking the backboards off. Like, he was ripping the rim off the rim. Or ripping the rim off the backboard. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's stories I could go on for days. 
That was like yeah. one of my like, first like legit AAU tournaments. I'm playing up three years. <laughs> I'm playing up three years, and I just see like the game before us, Bobo just taking it off. How'd you do that? I was still good boy. Man, man, yeah, you're you're gonna have to come back on the podcast because like I got I gotta hear all these stories. I'm a sucker for stories. I'm, I I can go for days. I have all kinds of stuff in here. <laughs> and then it's such a it's such a cool moment too because your favorite team is the Memphis Grizzlies. So like sitting courtside talking to Mike Miller about the fam and sitting at the Grizzlies game too. It's like man, I'm living the dream. Here recently, it feels like it. You know, just um, I try to look at the positive sides here recently. You know, instead of the negatives. You know, because everybody has negatives in their life. So. I mean, I have been living a dream recently. I'm not going to lie to you and hope God continues to bless me living this life. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, you know, just really enjoy where I'm at right now. Um, and I'm giving back, you know, I, um, right now while, you know, I'm, I'm trying to give back as much as I possibly can and, you know, just talking to different people, you know, talking to, you know, kids in practice. Like one of my AU coaches called me, talked to his girls team on practice. Like, you know, I was just like sat there in my car for 30 minutes, sat there and talked to him. We talked about the um, social media side of it because he was talking about how I got this NIL deal. And I was like, let's talk about getting recruited to college. You know, you have some girls on your team that are good enough to go play college. Let's talk about that, how to get them there. Um, But I really like helping people. So, I mean, if anybody on this podcast need any help with anything for real, like reach out to me. I'll answer any questions y'all have. Y'all heard that. If y'all need help, Parker C.A. or Parker St. Pierre. You got it. <laughs> got your hope. Now, now I'm messing up on the name. I gotta, yeah, no, I gotta, I gotta cool just, off with the excitement. Yeah, but no, they for real just DM me about anything. I'm, I'll be the first one to tell you. You know, do this, don't do this, do this. Well, don't. You know what I mean? Like I've went through it, and you know, if I could help anybody, you know, I would. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. And one thing that I have to ask is, the two guys that you look up to in the NBA is Tyler Hero and Desmond Bain. Now, Desmond Bain, it kind of answers it in itself. That is Memphis Grizzlies. You love the Memphis Grizzlies. But why Desmond Bain and why Tyler Hero? Walk me, walk me through well, that. Well, I kind of like um, – I used to watch Tyler Hero like on YouTube, you know, back when he was like killing it. I think he's in Wisconsin. Yeah, he's from Wisconsin. Well, I started keeping up with him because he was going through a time where like the whole state was like – a lot. Of, he had a lot of haters. Let's put it that way. Like his car was getting egged in an interview I saw. Like there's different stuff. Like he was going through the kind of the same stuff I was going to. I didn't go into that. You know, no one did that to me. You know what I mean? Like to that extent. Mm-hmm. But like he had his own level of haters. And he said a quote on Twitter. I can't think of it right now. It was something about I got love for you haters or something like that. And it kind of just got me through the like the struggles I was going through at the time. And then I kind of watched him playing through Kentucky. Um, and just the way he played, I tried to model my game after. Because we can't lie, that dude can play. And, you know, he shoots the ball, you know, really, really good. And I just like his personality, like the way he posts stuff. You know, he has all the confidence in the world. So I kind of, you know, go off him just, you know, like playing style-wise and, you know, like how he approaches life every day. And then Desmond Bain, I mean, dude can shoot. Dude can shoot the ball. I mean, they're playing right now, I guarantee you. I can guarantee you he hit a three tonight. Probably three. Oh, dude, that, I, I, think, I don't have to look at the stats. I guarantee you he hit multiple three, threes tonight. But uh, – yeah, the Desmond Bain one was kind of like, I, you know, I didn't even really keep up with Desmond until he got to the Grizzlies. So I knew Tyler Hero. I was a bigger Tyler Hero fan for longer than I was Desmond Bain. Speaking of the Grizzlies right now, they're in overtime against the Knicks. No way. What? How many points did Desmond have? Let's- Desmond, Desmond has, I think, 15. No, right. he has 16. He's three for 11 from three. So, like, it's not his best days, but me and you both know Desmond no, Bain. I, I thought he had over three, didn't I? That you did. You, How many points did Jaw have? That's the real question. Ja, I think Jaw's going crazy right now. I heard he had 23 in the first half. Jaw has 32. 32. I'm, Morant, I'm telling you, he's going to bring us the championship. I see. I mean, if Jaw Morant didn't get hurt in the Warriors series, I said the, the same Grizzlies. Thing. Grizzlies are winning that series. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I mean, I have all the respect for Steph Curry as a shooter. He, like him shooting is crazy. But I mean, I was I was a Steph fan growing up. Once the Grizzly rivalry and the Warriors started happening, Iggy Dollar did us the way he did. 
you know, I'm not, I'm staying on our side. I'm staying on the Grizzlies side for sure. <laughs> I, we'll meet them again in the playoffs and it'll be different. Okay. Okay. We'll I like that. Back. We'll be moving on to the finals. Ooh. How many games? How many games? Six, five? Four. Not playing. Whoa. Um, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> I think Grizzlies in six. Hmm. Grizz in six. I'm locking that prediction in right here, right now. I'm going to post that on TikTok, too, so be post warned. It. Post it. I'll share it. Come on, Parker. Come on. We'll get you. Yeah, Grizz in six. So one more – couple more questions I'm going to ask you. Mm-hmm. The Grizzlies had probably one of the greatest defenders of all time and Tony Allen. And you also – I was little. I love Tony. And then you also got to look at Gary Payton. Then you also got to look at all the other great defenders, right? Mm-hmm. Who is the greatest defender the NBA has ever seen in your eyes? I mean, I'm a little biased to Tony Allen. Um, you can put up an argument. That's a hard question. Um, greatest defender. Hmm. I mean, I. I'm not gonna say Giannis is the greatest defender, but Giannis can you know guard for his size. I mean, he's hard to score on. Um, can't even think the greatest defender now. I think I'm gonna say Tony Allen. I mean, Kobe Bryant went in an interview and said he was the greatest defender to ever guard him. If you can't, if Kobe can't score on you, we got issues. You know, Kobe was very good. So I mean, uh, Kobe's a legend. So I mean, if Tony Allen's locking up Kobe Bryant, then I'm gonna go with Tony Allen. Tony Allen was a different breed when it came to defense. A different, like when you talk about true athletic defense lockdown, you either go, you go to two people. You go to Gary Payton and you go to Tony Allen. Yeah. See, I, I didn't watch a whole bunch of Gary Payton growing up. You know, that's, you know, I was born in 2003. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said yell. Yeah. I know when I'm born. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you know, my era was Tony Allen. I mean, I mean, we got we got normal like as a Grizzly fan base, we got normal like uh, it felt normal to watch Tony Allen pick up people the entire length of the court and just take it from. Them. I mean, he wasn't the best scorer, but you weren't getting past him on defense. You were not. <laughs> but yeah, I wish I was able to watch Gary Payton because like I'm in uh because I was born in O two, huh? so it's it's kind of hard to like really be like man like Gary Payton was like like because you're only able to see like his highlights but I got to see Tony Allen too like actually play against like Kobe and all that and I would just remember him just locking him down and like Kobe getting mad you remember that him chanting first team all defense after every stop man 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 those were crazy those were crazy Grizzlies days oh that got me started in basketball now, I used to go to their games, and that was back when, like, they had these little vouchers. I don't know if you ever knew this. They had a voucher uh, at the Grizzly games. Like, they would bring them around, like, our town because we are like, an hour and a half from Memphis. Mm-hmm. And they would bring them by, and they'd be like, you can go to, like, 10 games, and you pay, like, $20 or something like that. It was super cheap. And, like, people were buying them left and right. You know, I, I got those for Christmas. You know, they were, they were cheap enough, but, like, I mean, I could go to 10 games, and you got to pick the games. I mean, obviously, they weren't, you know, the – who was good back then? I don't even know. Like the Heat, you know, they had LeBron, and it wasn't the Heat, but I mean, I mean, I watched a lot of the Pacers, a lot. But that was like they're pretty good. That was like the good ones on there. They had like Paul George back then. Um, the Kings, I couldn't tell you many times I watched the Kings play. <laughs> I feel like I knew their team just as well as I knew ours. I mean, they, were, they would give away those tickets. But no, those were good times, you know. No, nah, yeah, because I was. The grind was different. Yeah, because that was like Mike Conley in his prime. That was Zach Randolph, Marcus Saul. Like that yeah. team was solid. Yeah, the core four, I think they called them. Ooh, I never I knew that. They called them, right? I don't know. I, I still have a poster of them in my room. So. <laughs> well, man, man, I'm at the. I'm so serious. I'm having you back on the podcast because, like, whenever, I, whenever you want to, just. You know, you know, you got my number. Just text me. I got you. I got. Well, I got you. I got you. Cause like, I I feel like I could talk to you for like four hours. 
we could do it. I mean, most of the time, this is how it usually happens. Like, I'm on the radio one time. We just sat there and talked, like, the entire segment. I was like, I'm sorry. I talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> so you got you got to shut up, Parker, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, next episode, we'll talk about. <laughs> well, Parker, St. Pierre, thank you for coming by. Oh, I can't get away without this. What is the one non-conference game? that you're looking forward to and one in conference game that you're looking forward to. Mm, I'm looking forward to every game in conference or non-conference and conference, because, you know, non-conference, you know, we can't let up because it's mm-hmm. leading us into conference play. Like we, you know, we look at every game, like it's a must win. I mean, if you're looking, you know, to go in the tournament, and make some noise, you know, you can't, you know, take one game off, you know, and you can't look to really see one game, you know, um, you know, you can't call out one game, but if I call out one game, like not call, like non-conference, you know, I, I see them all as, you know, we got to win. But I talk about conference, I'm looking forward to the conference championship game. Mm. I'm looking forward to, like, every other game, like, you know, it's good, but, like, we're going to win and, you know, move on. And, you know, that's that's the game I'm looking forward to. You know, we all believe, you know, that we're, we can we can do it this year. And um, right now I'm telling you the conference championship game is what I'm looking forward to. Mm. Arkansas State Sun Belt champions. Oh, we. That's, that's the goal. Um, we get that done, you know. Uh, we won't be satisfied, but we'll be headed in the right direction, you know, because, um, you know, we win the Sunbelt tournament. We go to the March Madness, you know, and from there, I mean, hopefully that's, you know, that's that's a different day. You know, that's a, you know, totally different, you know, you know, we'll be excited to go, but we're not going to, you know, we're not going to let anybody have an easy game on us. Not going to happen. We have too many guys that, you know, they, you know, re- rely on basketball, you know, they put their life in the basketball, you know. Um, and we all respect the game too much to let that happen. So, when's the first game? When's the first game? We have a red and black game um, Friday, so today's Wednesday. Yeah, so we have an event tomorrow for a fundraiser called Boots and Ballers. Um, it's where you know fans come and you know pay. It's kind of like a fundraiser for us. Um, we just do like a little like skits. We you know we they come and watch a little bit of practice at the end. Um, but we have that, and then we go to red and black game, and then we open up the seventh, pretty sure, and then we play the twelfth at LSU. Oh, so I mean, that's a big game right there. I mean, I could say I'm looking forward to that one. I'm looking forward to all of them, but that's one. That's our probably our biggest team we're playing this year. Pretty sure, might be wrong. I don't know. I'll look at it one game at a time. I try not to, you know, look too far ahead. Besides the conference championship game, that's what. I'm looking at right now. I think you sold me, and I, I'm gonna be watching every single game. You, yeah, you can mark my words. Watch it and then text me after the game. I got you. I got. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna ask you questions. To make sure you watched it. I got. I'm gonna be ready for our little our little film session, Parker. I'm gonna be ready hey, after after we you know do what we do. You know, hopefully you know holding the Sun Belt Championship trophy. I'm gonna come back on your show and say I told you so. Come on. <laughs> I told you so, but, the day um, after I'm gonna I'm gonna let you celebrate and then the day after I'm gonna have you back on and then you can tell come me back on, stuff. you know. Um but no, this I'm really excited, you know. I'm coming in as a freshman, so I mean I don't know everything, you know, mm-hmm. like um conference wise and all that, but there's I can't see us, you know. My hair's been bothering me by right now. I can't see yeah. <laughs> um I can't see, you know, um anything else from us um you know stuff happens but i'm really excited for this team and this season i can't wait future sunbelt champions i'm watching that lsu game mark my words i'm watching that lsu game yeah you gotta get a a picture of me from tv and send it to me so i could post it (laughs) (laughs) i I, I gotta make sure that you're looking all spoofy looking all good and stuff for the camera Oh, for sure. You got you to gotta make me look right, you know. Maybe get another NIL deal from it. Maybe like a modeling company. I mean, Ooh, I, I've yet I, to I, model anything. I mean, I know I look good, but <laughs> it would make me feel better if somebody, you know, reached out to me and be like, hey, you want to model for us? <laughs> I'm going to be like, yeah, me me and P. Shiesty got it. Yeah. You know the vibes. For real, but no, I'll, you know, your podcast is awesome. I've been listening to it for a while. Just I followed you on Instagram, and I was like, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> I know that guy. I know I'm his a big voice. Fan of podcast. 
sorry, is this one going to be on Apple uh, Music? Are you going to do Spotify? Or what do you think about this one? This is going to be on all podcasting platforms. Let's all go. podcasting platforms. I'll share it. Let me know. Let me know where Come it's on. at. After, after I'm done with all this, I got you. I got you. Anywho, to all the fans that heard that little conversation at the end, thank you, Parker St. Pierre, for coming on to the show. You better watch Arkansas State basketball. You better stay tuned to my podcast. And you better have a good Wednesday. Well, I mean, it's hey, wolves up. You got to throw wolves it up. up. Wolves up, up, baby. Wolves up. I'm out. I got to go watch some basketball because Grizzlies. Hold on. I got to check the score before I go. We're going to win. We're going to win. Oh, Grizzlies are up by three. Three seconds left in overtime. We're going to win. Left in overtime. We are going to win. Peace. Mm, mm, mm. I'm out. Trust the process, baby. Oh, also follow the podcast at 1497 Sports on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Follow or subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and all podcasting platforms at 1497 Podcast. Now I'm out. Hoo, hoo, hoo.